Welcome to the Pep Talks Podcast. I'm Junior Johnson. And I'm Erin Williams. Today, we're going to be talking about making tough choices. So responsible decision making is a social emotional learning component um, that's developed by Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, they are leading in social emotional learning. When we are talking about making tough choices, this is something that everybody faces and every student faces. And we've got to have the strategies in place to make sure we're making good decisions and we know how um, to do that with every situation. I have a tool by Counselor Chelsea. I use this a lot with my kiddos. And it's actually a worksheet and it's things that help me make tough choices. So we're going to go through that today and just talk about it. Talk about um, making good choices and six strategies to use. Okay. So you've shared this with me. I'm looking at this worksheet. It looks great. So the first one that I'm looking at says making sure that I'm calm, making sure I'm calm. Um, So why is it important that we're calm? So when we're trying to make a good decision, we've got to step away from the situation and be calm because a lot of times we've talked about this before, but we're in that hyperarousal state Mm -hmm. where we're not always making the best decision. The part of our brain that is involved in making those good decisions is shut off Mm -hmm. because we are on high alert and we're in stress. Right. So making sure that we're calm gives our, t- our brain a chance to get that oxygen and it helps us to make a good decision. We never want to react. We want to respond. Right, right. And we want to respond not out of emotion. We wanted to use logic. And I'm glad you brought up the brain that, that triggered something um, for me that I use with my students. So I have a little spongy brain in my office. And so when people come in, of course I do. Um, (laughs) And I use it to explain how it works. And so, you know, the front part of our brain, if you hold, you can't see, but if you hold your fist like this, this is your prefrontal cortex. That's the area right behind your forehead. This is where all of our logic is. And when we go offline or if we flip our lid is what I like to say, we're no longer connected. So we have to do things where we can bring, bring our, our brain back online so that we can make logical decisions um, that are not based out of not of emotional response if that makes sense so I'm glad you said that so so how do we be calm how do we create that calmness for ourselves first of all I I think that you have to be able to kind of identify how you're feeling so put a name to it either I'm frustrated I'm irritable I'm tired um, whatever the case may be make sure you know and can name how you're feeling first then we can tackle the, the issue. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. We talk about that. Okay. Awareness and then regulation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so easy strategies in the moment to calm down. So, of course, I think it's overused a lot, but deep breathing does work. Um. Deep breathing. <laughs> that's our account for 46, 46 <laughs> discussions on deep breathing. I know. I it's know. so important. But it is. But so that one. Um, I think that um, also doing some sensation type things. So whether that be um, holding an ice cube or splashing cold water on your face, going for a walk, those type of things are also ways to calm down. And then also, have you ever scribbled? Oh, yeah. Really? Like that is so helpful, Um, especially if you use a color um, that is also signaling to your brain to calm down. So like your yellow, your green, your blue Mm -hmm. um, on some paper because First of all, scribbling is going to take some mindfulness to do that. Um, and then again, looking at those colors will release that natural 
feel good hormone and kind of calm you down too. So yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So, and sometimes it is taking a step back from the situation. So going and taking a break, mm-hmm. going to the bathroom, washing your hands, mm-hmm. looking in the mirror, making sure you look real good <laughs> and then returning back to class, like kind of getting distracted yep. intentionally before you return to that action. So that's strategy. Number one, Yes, making sure I'm calm. Number two strategy Thinking about all of the options. Mm. So before we make a choice, we need to make sure we have all of the options of decisions that we could potentially make laid out in front of us. Mm -hmm. And we do this mentally, but for children, it may be helpful to write them down. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the things, um, the choices that I could make in this decision? How do we do that in a practical way? We talked about writing it down. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? So let's talk through a scenario where we can apply this. Okay, you've mm. got to pick. It's it's coming up. You've got to pick your classes for sixth grade. Now, all of your friends are going to go into choir. Mm. You can't sing a note, but you want to be with them. This is a tough decision. You also enjoy PE, mm-hmm. but there's nobody that you know in PE, and you're going to be in there alone. So this is a great time to go ahead and weigh the options, thinking about my options. If I go to choir... I'll get to be with my friends. Mm-hmm. I might be able to make it in the back and sing some low notes. <coughs> you know, I might, my grade may suffer. That's another option to consider in mm-hmm. pros and cons. I don't mm-hmm. know if they grade you based on your um, ability. It's more about effort. Um, but it's something to consider. Yeah. Um, I enjoy PE. I don't enjoy choir. Those are considerations when we're thinking about all the options. Mm-hmm. I know I can do well in PE. I'm the fastest girl runner in second grade. I know, you know, I'm going to be able to get that good grade and I'm going to do well. And I know that being in PE, another option will help with my athleticism Mm -hmm. um, because I do things outside of school that I need to be physically fit for. Sounds like you're leaning towards PE. So I I don't know. You had a, yeah, we lay out the options. We Mm -hmm. don't have to make the choice right now. And we, this is actually goes into the other one, making a pros and cons. There it is. Yep. So this is, you know, these are the reasons, pros, these are the reasons I would want to do this decision or these are the natural consequences Mm -hmm. of this decision and kind of weighing that list, thinking about positive consequences and negative consequences. And then that's a good way to make a decision. In elementary school, it's all about the consequences. It is. What motivates us for good behavior is the consequences. Yep. Um. So that's never a bad thing to do is reasons for reasons against. I agree. I agree. So our next box, um, it says thinking about what you've done in the past. And this isn't non-related. We're not thinking about, you know, what we had for breakfast. We're actually working towards a strategy of, okay, this did work in the past or this didn't work in the past. Mm -hmm thinking about a time where we made a similar decision and how did it go? And would we make that choice again? Right. So I think that's an excellent um, strategy is, you know, do we want to repeat history or is it time to make a new choice? Mm -hmm. Go down a different path. Right. I agree. Okay. And then the next box we say, um, thinking about how you feel. We don't ever make a decision just based on feelings, but it's something to consider. Um, The choices we make can make us, feel good at the time, it might be a good choice in the moment, 
what are their consequences later? Is it going to make us feel bad later? You know, the the Debbie case that came out. If I go ahead and eat four, it sounds like a delicious, excellent decision in the moment. Mm-hmm. But later, oh boy, when I'm in the bathroom for an hour, that might not have been the best I decision. Don't think, no, you'll be regretting every moment. <laughs> Lots of regrets. <laughs> Lots of regrets. <laughs> Thinking about... Thinking about how you're going to feel later. And I'm not just talking about physically feeling, but like emotionally feeling. You know, this decision to go out with friends late on a Thursday night, thinking about high school is great until Friday morning when we have that Oh my goodness, right. Right. So thinking beyond the moment of how we're going to feel, but thinking overall, you know, what is is the payout for this? I definitely use this one um, because we, we, our school day starts so early. And so I, I really limit what I do on the, on the weeknights um, because I'm worried about how I'm going to feel. Um, I don't I don't like feeling sluggish or sleepy um, and not able to focus and stuff in the morning. And I know I need all of my energy <laughs> when I get hey. to my school. Um, so, I, yeah, I limit, you know, going out or anything like that during the week until Friday or Saturday because I just know. And sometimes we get to where we... Have done the pros and cons list. We know what the right choice is, maybe, or maybe we don't. And it's time. It's talk to someone about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's good to talk to somebody who has the insight. Um, and sometimes it's good to talk to someone who has no awareness at all about your whole situation and can give you an outside view. Mm-hmm. When we don't know what to do, we can talk to other people to get that support and advice. And this can help us get a fresh perspective. Absolutely. So who are some people that you would talk to um, that you trust, right, um, to get this this new perspective or to help process this thing with you? Um, right. Who could that be? For me personally, a person far away, a person that's outside of the situation is my sister. Mm-hmm. She lives in Utah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what's going on here. Right. She has an outside view. She also has lots of wisdom. She's older than me. Okay. Um, someone that's close up that knows the nitty gritty of how I feel um, and how I'm doing and what my, what my load is like what I'm taking on is my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a great person to talk to. He's, he knows he's got the inside scoop. And then third, I would say a peer Mm -hmm. that's in the situation with me. I might call you and ask you, Hey, I need some support with this specific thing you're, you deal with and you see day in, day out. I need some advice and some support. Um, so that's someone that's in the trenches with you. Absolutely. So, and I think that's a great way to lead. When we're working with children, we find a peer, and then we find an adult at home and an adult at school. Right, right. I was going to say the same thing um, because I mentioned about my daughter um, in a, the last podcast recording um, about making sure she knows who she can go to when she's not ready to talk to me yet. Um, so, making sure I have those people set up, they know about her and her situations that when she comes to them. They're ready. So there it is. Six strategies for problem solving in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Making good decision. That's a part of social emotional learning. Um, We don't even think about um, how many decisions we make in a day. It's so easy to make decisions. But at the end of the day, have you ever noticed how (laughs) it's what do you want to eat tonight? And you're like, I can't make another decision. Mm -hmm. And we have decision fatigue. Yeah. Oh, yes. So that actually that actually happens a lot with children, too. Right. They're tired of making decisions. They don't know what decisions, especially when they don't have the strategies they need. That is so true, Erin. Yes, 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 yes. So I I was just kind of thinking, like, 
if we have, if we build up those strategies and we practice with the little things, that'll help us in those bigger moments, making those bigger decisions. Mm-hmm. You don't need decision fatigue when it's time for a big choice. Right. <laughs> it's right. okay to have a little decision fatigue um, when it's time to pick what we're eating for dinner, which we always have. But you want to be equipped. You want to be equipped. Right. You want to have that skill set. So mm-hmm. the key is learning the strategies and practicing the strategies. Hope that was helpful for you guys. Yes. Well, till next time. The Pep Talks podcast is brought to you by Arlington Community Schools in Arlington, Tennessee.